yeah! E3 hype! E3 hype! New consoles! New games! New Game Pass Edition! New console! Project X Cloud! New sh Let's go! This is Achievement Hunting 101. And welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and thank you for listening. This is level 46. We have an awesome show for you guys tonight. Everyone, get hyped! It's E3 time, so let's get this show going. With me tonight, I have two of the regular co hosts, L and Nate. What's up, guys? Hello. Hello. And with us, we have a very special guest. We have with us Fighter X ninety three chip. What's up? Fuck you, well. <laughs> I mean, no. hey guys, what's going <laughs> Already with the sensors, he's worse than Elmer. Point boxes <laughs> already filling up. Uh, LMFAO, motherfucker. All right yeah, then. Don't fucking curse. It's a family show. All right, so we have all of the sensors right off in the beginning that's what's that's what matters <laughs> so it's like an episode of chernobyl up we in want here. the show to come out in two weeks <laughs> all right so chip why don't you go ahead and tell us what have you been doing you got any good achievement uh, stories for us i've been uh being a dad and not not playing so <laughs> well that does not sound no, fun. uh well i was supposed to be on a couple weeks ago when i completed trials fusion so that's probably my biggest uh biggest gaming story took about 50 hours, so that was a, a nice one, so I can Oof. free some space up and play some actual games that don't include bikes for luck or precision. <laughs> <laughs> now, 50 hours because there's that much to do, or 50 hours because you suck? Uh, <laughs> probably 50 hours because I suck, but <laughs> really, I'm not too bad. It's just a matter of getting lucky for the most part. <laughs> right. See, I don't play Trials for that reason, because don't. I suck, so... I know, I, I'm don't play it. Yeah, don't. Not something I want to start. <laughs> With my luck, that will be on every single contest list for me to do, and I don't. I will not ever want to play that game. Any other gaming stories? Uh, I got a I got a good tip for you. When playing Danger Zone Two, make sure to do the the tutorial first because uh, I didn't do that, and later levels did not make any sense. <laughs> yes, tutorials are your friend. They do help. Make sure you do the tutorial. <laughs> L, how was your week? Well, to answer your question, Foof, I had a delightful encounter with the podcast's very own Wakapale, and I believe we played our first game together. Ooh. Did you hear about this? I did not. Well, on my random to-do list, I had the achievement uh, in the Halo Master Chief collection. Lucky you. Uh, in Yeah. Well, until you hear what, <laughs> what oh, it boy. is. In Halo 1, to beat the par score on the library. That's not that bad. And, well, as it turned out, it wasn't that bad. Par scores are easy. My first... Par times could be a pain. Ooh, I disagree. Par times you could play on easy and just... This is true. Run through. Par score, you either have to play on legendary be pretty good, or play on heroic and put some uh, multiplier skulls on. This is true. We decided to play on legendary and add two skulls. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. What skulls did you use? I don't think Waka... I don't think Waka trusted me. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. When you said we, uh... uh 
Oh, I forgot. We used one to turn off the Covenant weapons. Ooh. Actually, that uh, that's not too bad on the library because there's not a whole he, lot of Covenant said, weapens there. You said they're not that useful against the Flood. They're not. So it was basically whenever I walked past the Needler, it's like, I can't pick up this Needler. But then like, wait a minute, I don't want a Needler. It was basically just pistol, shotgun, and assault rifle on them dare floods. That's all you need, honestly. So my first go round on the library with Michelle in our playthrough, it took us two hours to beat the level on Legendary. Goodness. Yeah. So this time it took us 51 minutes. Half the time. And he showed me he showed me a hiding spot in one of the rooms where Michelle and I had a sticking point. So it's basically when the rooms kind of close on both sides and you're stuck with all the guys coming in and you have to wait and hold them off until the door opens. So he showed me a spot where you could just stand still and then nobody bothers you. I know what you're talking about. That was a really big help. So it, it sounds like his Waka is twice as good as Michelle. Well, he's very good. He, he definitely has a hernia. <laughs> it was very enjoyable and from time to from time to time he would say uh, big l you know that if you switch to the new graphics <laughs> there's arrows on the floor this is a terrible walk <laughs> impersonation <laughs> that's how he sounds <laughs> like yes i know i've played this game a million times i know <laughs> you get used to his bad impersonations it's all right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say <laughs> and og graphics are better than the new well, we actually but we had a good time. He had uh, something at work that was bothering him. And I, of course, cheered him up, as only I can. Definitely as only you can. Just just, <laughs> just don't ask him for confirmation of this. <laughs> I'm sure your um, skills at Halo oh, yes. cheered, cheered him up. <laughs> Halo, I could actually hold my own. It wasn't that bad. So we wound up with 36,000 points, and you need 25,000. Oh, so I killed it. Plenty nice. of wiggle room and we got it done and thank you very much mr waka nice who happens to be my rtdl teammate so he had no qualms helping me i mean he definitely would have helped me anyway of course but it was just insane actually one of the first things i remember uh when we first met waka he always was always asking people if he can help them in any way with halo mcc so finally got to do that nice I will go on to Nate before I talk about another game. <laughs> yeah, so I started a new boost on Sunday. Uh, the crew, Whoa. yeah, the crew that uh, normally gets together on Sunday nights uh, when Freem doesn't have softball or some other sports thing going on. Uh, so it's like Freem two times a year. And, yeah, <laughs> this is Freem. Freem and Beer Me and Fug and Koosh. So we all get together and we what play... A yeah, we play World, uh, gosh, damn it, uh, Zombie Army Trilogy was one of the ones that we played. Then we played Strange Brigade, also by the same developer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess at some point when uh, Zombie Army Trilogy or Zombie Army 4, I guess, whatever it's called, comes out. Quantity. cheap, we'll probably be playing that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we started a new game. Um, we were kind of batting around some stuff and we had some false starts with like uh, Van Helsing. Uh, just wasn't, just wasn't cutting it. We switched over to World War Z and, cool. uh, that game is, I knew nothing about it and, uh, we just kind of went in and we started playing. Apparently, you know, me not having played, uh, Left 4 Dead, it is a very much, uh, Left 4 Dead clone. Uh, yeah, but I'm interested. I've never played Left 4 Dead. Yeah, oh my God. you are banned. Why am I How have you never played Left 4 Dead? God, I thought I thought Fufu was bad with his under two hundred thousand gamer score. You haven't played Left 4 Dead. 
I know, right? Wait, <laughs> what? You gotta remember, I was a solo gamer, didn't do much online with other people, mm-hmm. so that is okay. a multiplayer game, so it was okay, not fine. a koosh game. Oh. Yes, so... Pills here. Now that you so say this, I, will, I feel like we uh, mentioned old, this a few see. weeks ago. Yes, we mentioned this, uh, I think it was a couple of months ago, actually. Uh, and you said you played Left 4 Dead with me, so uh, I'm holding you to that. Oh. <laughs> so we started this game out, and it was it was rough. Uh, so if you remember the movie... Uh, World War Z. Oh, yeah. These are not your George Romero zombies. These are not your slow plotting zombies. These are, they charge at you (laughs) zombies. Yes. So, and you basically start off on this roof of the very first mission. You go in there and you make a noise. You accidentally shoot your gun. You accidentally do something. And all of a sudden, there's zombies like running full tilt down the hallway at you. And you don't even know what you're doing. You haven't even, like, this is a brand new four man squad. We have no idea how to work together. <laughs> and we just got, we just got decimated. So first wipe, do it again. Uh, a little bit better. Um, it, we ended up wiping, I don't know, four or five times, making it a little bit farther every time on that first level until we finally beat the, the first area. So I guess each zone has like five levels within it or whatever, however you want to break it down. So we got past the very first area in the first zone. Uh, and then at that point, like we were pretty much getting it done. Like uh, we sort of knew how to get it done. We're just working through it. And I think, uh, I think it's gonna be a good boost. Uh, it was really rough at the beginning, really shaky, but I'm looking forward to it. And it was on sale this week. Only It's only like $10 off, but uh, we needed a new... How much is it? Be done. I want to say it's thirty dollars down from forty-five, or down from forty, something like that. Yeah, that's not terrible. So it's not a super sale, but yeah, it's it's just enough off to make it worth doing. Well, if it's anything like Left 4 Dead, I'm sure it's a good game. Then <laughs> I have no idea. So, but I, I can tell be, you, it's, uh, it's a gosh. fun game. <laughs> looks to be twenty-seven. You, Kenny, did you play Left 4 Dead? Did I play it? Twenty-seven nine. Okay, it's a eighty to hundred hour completion. Oof. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Sorry, it is going to be grindy. There's, there's no doubt about that. There's going to be some grind to it, but it's, it's a fun time that we're having. So you got to kill like fifty-three thousand zombies. I don't know the exact God. number, but yes, I think I'm going to say it's like ten thousand. But yes. Oh, that's nothing. Left for dead, you had to kill the zombie genocide is fifty-three thousand five hundred ninety-five zombies. Yes, I like that game. What about you, Fufu? Typically, this is where I would tell you about what I've played on on my stream on Saturday, but I'm not going to do that this week because. It wasn't fun. Steel Rats, meh. So, but the other game that I've been playing is Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Now, I happened to pick this game up at the perfect opportunity because of all the E3 news. More on that in a second. But I started playing this game. Uh, again, I played this way back. It's been a few years since I've since I've beaten it. I'm gotten a couple of achievements and then I stopped playing it for this, that, or the other reason. But this game wound up being on my on my random to-do list. And this being on my random to-do list, I'm like, alright, uh, let's go for this one. It The achievement that I got was the Sith Warrior. So it, it's to complete on that difficulty, which is basically normal. Uh, I must have completed on easy back then. Eh. <laughs> well, I'm having so much fun with this game. I forgot how good this game actually was and just how awesome it feels to just use your force powers to just like pick up a guy and just throw him across the across the field and kill him. That feels Is this so the first good. one or the second one? 
This is the first one. Yeah, the first I, one was entirely different from the second one, but it's still great. It's probably a lot better than the second one. See, I haven't. I never played the second. I think that was Games of Gold at one point, I believe, because I have it. I assume it was I Games of Gold, or um, or maybe it's on Game Pass or something. But one way or another, I have it. I'll get it. I'll probably play it after this because I'm enjoying this so much. But that leads into the E3 conference. So the very first game that we want to talk about, well, the Pokemon. very first conf. Oh no, we <laughs> will talk Pokemon. Let's save that hype for later. L wants to L wants to talk about that last. I'll talk about Pokemon and how it's actually pronounced Pokemon. It's an accent on the E. Oh God! For the hundredth time, I just Pokemon. The Pokemon sound like a parent. No, oh, those Pokemon. Oof. Oh God! <laughs> first conference of of E3 was the EA conference, and. EA knew what we wanted. He, they knew what we wanted. They knew that we that we were watching their, FIFA their showcase Madden for 20? Star Wars: The Fallen Order. <laughs> Did you guys see this? Yes, uh, I saw the trailer. Okay. Yeah, I saw some uh, some bullets get deflected. That was about it. I'm trying to not see anything on this game and just hear about it because I want to be surprised and not want to pay sixty bucks for a game that looks great. Oh man, this game looks awesome. I am so excited for this. In our E3 channel, in our Discord, you know, Nate and I were kind of fangirling a little bit over the a little Screen. over the the gameplay because we got to see 15 minutes of uncut, unadulterated gameplay of this. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. I only actually got to saw, see three minutes because I turned it off uh, because I am super excited for this game. So I want I want to spoil nothing. Um, you know, I watched just enough to confirm, yeah, I'm happy with my, my pre-order. Because I, I pre-ordered this as soon as it came up. I want to say that was weeks ago. Um, you know, I just love the Star Wars games. This one looked like it was going to be good, and this video makes me happy. So I, I don't want to know too much more about it, and I definitely don't want to see anything. Uh, I've heard good things. Yeah, this... Wow. Rich man. <laughs> Every now and then, I will buy something full price. Because um, that leads me to my next question. Mm, okay. In this day and age, all the cool things and all the cool games at E3 launching right into Game Pass and all the new Game Pass games we just got, how do you justify spending $60 on a new release? It's Star Wars. <laughs> Your name's Chip. <laughs> just in, in general. <laughs> no, that's actually a really valid point. There is so much coming out. Like you say, into Game Pass and whatnot, that it's you think it won't you think it won't be thirty forty bucks in a matter of two three months, and it's not like no way, not two, unless you just want to unless you just want new shiny, not two to three months. Um, yeah, the longer no. you wait, the longer you wait, the more it'll go on sale. But um, Black Friday and this and that. That's yeah, but I don't think fifty percent. I think maybe it'll drop twenty bucks. Um. But I don't want to wait. That's the thing. Like I'm. This is this is one of the few that, franchises. This is one of the few games that I get super excited about, and I'm more than willing to pay. Just asking and just asking generalities when there's so much to play. No, I think you're right. I think that we are and, we are entering. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we are entering an era where it just doesn't really make sense to buy full price games any longer, unless you're like super excited about it. But you're not going to be buying every sixty dollar game. You're only you're going to be making those choices. You know, you're gonna be making mm-hmm. based on you, like what what really gets you going, and like that's the one that maybe you'll pay sixty bucks for just to get in right away. Like Crackdown Three. <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, Chip, what were you thinking? No, Chip did it too. <laughs> oh, you oh both my. bought Crackdown 3. Ooh. Yeah, well, I mean... What were you thinking? I don't have Game Pass. <laughs> I don't have Game Pass because, you know, two to three hours a night... But why not? ...isn't enough time to have 300-plus games added onto my 200-installed game backlog. You could find a year... You could find a year of Game Pass for the same $60. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's something to pay attention to. I mean, Microsoft made a huge push. I didn't want to get into this right away, but I mean, <clears throat> Game Pass is like Go for stupid it. awesome. Like, it is so good. Like, that that was what Microsoft brought, right? They Absolutely. brought Game Pass. Well, um, I mean, and they were, they were 15 of their 30 games announced was coming to Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at this point, yeah, like, go ahead. Like Gears 5 would be an example of a game I might spend $60 on at launch. What, but you don't have to. That makes sense because that's like your flagship game. Like that's the game that you absolutely love. Well, like all the wrestling games for you. You know, you love them. So I can see you justify, <laughs> justify spending 60 He just wants to see the underwear. <laughs> I want to see Marcus naked now. That, I mean, um, what? What are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, I guess Instagram. it's real. Since we're talking about it now, I'll go ahead and say it. Game Pass got a massive upgrade. So we'll talk more about the Xbox. What were you saying in Discord? Every time they mentioned Game Pass, you wanted to make a drinking game out of it? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you you brought that up. So holy crap. If you've watched the Xbox conference, you found one blaring thing that they wanted to bring up and that was game pass like every other sentence now available on game pass game pass game pass game pass but not just game pass game- ultimate game i would pass. love for someone to go through and make like a super cut of all the different game pass references <laughs> but yes i say you know yeah. if you're watching the xbox conference and you had a drinking game and every time you took a drink when they said game pass you would still be like out You'd have a hangover for a week. <laughs> I don't think there's a I mean, liver were, out there that could take that much. Some people were really upset that <clears throat> that Microsoft didn't talk about Scarlet a whole lot. Didn't go really, you know, down to the nuts and bolts of Scarlet. Didn't go and and you know say everything about XCloud. That's not what this E3 was. This E3 was doubling, even tripling down on Game Pass. Right, getting people into. Uh, Game Pass, getting them into the Microsoft ecosystem and just fully buying in uh, for 2020 when Scarlet comes out. Oh, yeah. There was, yeah, I mean, so yeah, they didn't talk about that stuff because their game, their their whole game here, their whole goal was to sell Game Pass and they brought it, man. I mean, with, with oh my Game God, Pass yes. Ultimate and, and now you get uh, Game Pass on the PC thrown in, like yeah. they just... The, the library is, is stacked now. It's ridiculous. Like, we're swimming in potential gamer score. So let me actually go through and explain what Game Pass Ultimate is. So before, you know, we announced Game Pass Ultimate mm, two months-ish ago, and we were told, oh, Game Pass Ultimate, sign up, and it just puts your Game Pass subscription and your Xbox Live subscription into one model. Nah, that wasn't good enough. Microsoft brought it. Not only do you get that, but you also get Game Pass on the PC, which has a totally different library than the Game Pass on the console. 
So there are some games that are on both, like all Sea of Thieves, all the Halos, yada yada, you know, the first party stuff, and some other stuff are on both. But there are plenty of games that are only on the Game Pass console. And then there's games that are only on Game Pass PC. So like Nate said, if you have Game Pass, you are Game Pass Ultimate, I should say. Gotta specify now. You are swimming <laughs> in games. Like the backlog exploded mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I had no idea we were going to get Game Pass for PC, right? I thought it was going to be another five, ten dollars. That's what I thought. To buy it separately, I was yeah, I was dreading the worst, thinking that's what's going to happen. But then, come to find out, no, um, it's it's included, at least for now, it's included, uh, which means that a game that I've been waiting to come out uh, or to be announced even for the Xbox, The Messenger, um, was there waiting for me. Like I had no idea this was going to happen. And then boom. You know, E3 happens and, oh, I get to play The Messenger on PC? Done. I get to play <laughs> Broforce on PC? Done. Now, not Bro. not everything uh, that comes to Game Pass on PC has achievements. So, if you are focused on the achievements, make sure you're doing your homework. You don't want to be playing a game and right. you know, find out, oh, this one doesn't have any. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, once TA catches up, uh, to all the changes that are going on, uh, they'll yeah they'll make it a little bit easier uh, to, to find all this stuff. So yeah, I mean, of I game- was oh god, sorry, I was pretty close to to going for ultimate, but I mean I've only got about seven months left on my gold right now, so it'd only be about eight months worth of ultimate. But I mean it's a it's a pretty good deal. I, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I was almost tempted to get it just because you know you got pc you got xbox whenever scarlet comes out you don't have maybe a dollar yeah you don't have a dollar, a dollar. It's, i just i, I just want to make sure a dollar <laughs> if, if that's your hang up is if your hang up is no, one dollar i will send that, you a dollar a lot of Hear people that, everyone, like, oh, message Koosh, he'll give you a dollar <laughs> <laughs> no i said chip i will i will i will send chip one dollar <laughs> which he can then take it's to not, taco bell or it's not really the dollar portion it's more of the conversion portion you know it's like some people are getting three months out of it because they had 15 months of gold and 15 months of game pass. And then they went to ultimate and then they combined it. And so they have, you know, 30 months of it now where I would only have eight months because ultimate for a dollar gives you a month and I've got seven months of gold left. So, you know, it's just right now it's not worth it for me. If I had, you know, 18 months, if I just went out and bought a year card, I'd probably think about it and consider it. But you know, seven months really isn't, but you're not losing anything. Yeah. I mean, well, another thing too is that if you have eight months of gold, I don't understand. It's like you'll have eight months of gold and Game Pass. It's like eight months of no ultimate or one dollar <laughs> and eight months of ultimate. Well, I don't understand the math well, on your see, side. I can understand his point because I I also didn't have Game Pass. I actually canceled it a month or two ago because I'm like, okay, I want this money go to other places. You know, I, I wasn't really using it too much. And then I was watching E3 conference and like $1 for all of this. Yeah. Sign me up. And when I did sign up and then it showed me, Oh, it upgraded my, it, it upgraded my gold to this for $1 and for the next, um, 11 months. I think it is. I went, man, I should have bought it. I should have bought a year, a year of live then upgraded to get that, you know, just that much more value. Yeah. And that's another thing that's holding me back too is, when that when those seven months expire for me, is it fifteen dollars monthly or can I buy a sixty dollar code and it gives me a year? Because I remember someone I think it was Mike Pitch he said he added a whole year and it only gave him four months of ultimate. So like that's another thing too. You know I'm not gonna I don't want to be secluded to just fifteen. You are not monthly. beholden to it once you're no you're not beholden to it once the subscription runs out you can go back to regular gold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I mean, that, that so wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. There's no reason not to. Yes, it's confirmed. So take the dollar that Fufu is going to give you and put it oh, into no. your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get roped into this? Uh-oh. What? <laughs> that dollar's already spent. We'll roll the tape back, but I'm pretty sure Fufu said he was going to pay the buck. So uh, we'll roll it back, guys. too. Um, go back and check the audio. I don't think that. I'm pretty sure it was L that was giving you that dollar. Oh, no, that's right. See, he's going to edit it in such a way. This is not right. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, how much do we say it was, Al? It was how much? Um, I think it's free. Uh, <laughs> oh, darn it. Smart. He's too smart. $69. Yeah. Damn it. So I guess we actually should say that just in case someone doesn't know. If you have Xbox Live Gold and like, let's say you went out and bought a year's co- code right now and you have 12 months of gold in the bank. And you don't have Game Pass. If you were to upgrade for $1 to Game Pass, you now get Game Pass Ultimate for that entire 12 months for $1 instead of having to pay for each of those months. So the more the more Xbox Live Gold you have stocked, saved up in the bank, the more quote-unquote value you get for that dollar. Yeah, this deal this deal was available only to um, like different ring holders, so like the beta ring, the alpha ring, the gamma, all that fun stuff. But they opened it up. Um, they basically just let they've been letting anybody do it. Yeah. And now once they announced it at E three, they just said, okay, yeah, everybody else. So we thought we were special before by signing up for all that garbage, but they they gave it away to everyone. So that'll probably go away at some point. So if you're on the fence, just spend the buck. Yeah, this dollar isn't going to last for long. And to try to help you convince you, at E3 alone, you know, you've been listening to us for a couple of weeks say, oh, we got two more games of coming out on Game Pass this week. No, they didn't just bring two games. They brought 26 more titles to Xbox Game, to game Pass Ultimate. 26 more this week. And typically we go through each of these. We're not going to do that this week. I'm just going to name them off. We have... ACA Neo Geo Metal Slug 10. There you go, Elroy. Astroneer, Batman Arkham Knight. That's awesome. <laughs> Battle Chases Night War. Borderlands A Handsome Jack Collection, which is Borderlands 2 and Borderlands a pre-sequel. That's awesome. We got Bridge Constructor Portal, Everspace, Guacamelee 2. We don't need to go into Guacamelee, guys. Just quiet. Hollow Knight. Oh, God. Lickspear, Metro Exodus. There's so many of these words that are just weird, and I can't pronounce as is, so Microsoft is screwing with me right now. Monodoro, Reverie, Under under the Moonlight, Moonlighter, Neon Chrome, Old Man's Journey, Riptide Riptide GP Renegade, Riverbound, uh, Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, Shenmue 1 and 2, Silence, Smoke and Sacrifice, Steam World, the Steam World Dig Two, Vayner, Supermarket Shriek, Thimbleweed, Thimbleweed <laughs> Park, The Turing Test, and Wizard of Legend. That is an awesome set of games that's just been added, and it's only going to get better because in that every single game, or just about every single game, they also announce at E3, there go- is going to be in Game Pass Day One. So we have another 30 games coming to Game Pass here in the next few months. Game Pass is going is an insane deal right now. Screw it. Let's just go through the Xbox press conference now. Since we're already in Game Pass, we might as well keep talking about it. We're going out of order. Screw this script. One of the biggest announcements 
Although we kind of knew that this was coming, but and we didn't really get too much information, but it's still a pretty big announcement. You know, Project Scarlet is on its way. They're working on it, and it is going to be somehow even more powerful than the Xbox One X. This thing is going to blow that One X out of the water. And they're released it right now, holiday 2020. That's all they're saying. I know a lot of I know some people were a little upset because we didn't get a whole lot of details on this thing. I think it's more or less, you know. They didn't want to go out there and give all these details and then have to backtrack on a lot of it because it is kind of soon. E3 next year, we'll hear a ton about it, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, and remember, remember what happened? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think you're probably <laughs> going to say the same thing as me, but remember what <laughs> happened with uh, you know, 360 transition to the X1? It was like, oh, your your Xbox is going to be 24-7 online, like you know the Google Stadia or however the hell you pronounce it. And, yeah, uh, Stadia. You know, after after it wasn't online for 24 hours and it's a, a paperweight, you know, a lot of people didn't like that. And then on top of all that, it was, you know, digital only and always online, you know, just all these different things. So I think they're trying to learn from their mistakes and not give out too much inf- information besides just specs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that, um, that my thinking was <clears throat> they got roasted by Sony. Uh, last time when they oh, went yeah. first, and they um, you know they they put everything out there, and then Sony was like, you know what, they're a little bit weak here. Let's hit on it, right? And so the whole game sharing, the whole digital thing that people weren't ready for yet, but probably are now, <laughs> like oh that sort doubt. of thing. Yeah, that bit them because you know consumers weren't quite ready for it yet, and and the PlayStation just hammered on it and like made made Microsoft look horrible. So I think what they're trying to do, I think they're trying to play it safe. I think they're waiting till they're real close to release to give more details, to make sure they're kind of in line with the PlayStation, and and hopefully this time they're going to be more gamer focused from the get go, and they're not going to make those kinds of mistakes uh, at come release time. But yeah, I mean this this E three was Game Pass. Um, next E three. And, and hopefully some stuff outside of E3 will be about, uh, you know, xCloud. I guess we're going to hear about that first because the beta is in, what, October? I think we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, An- Anaconda. Uh, <laughs> My Anaconda don't. My Anaconda don't. <laughs> all right. So that's. Yes. Nicki Minaj, that's how you get all, get booted from this <laughs> chat. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that i even know that is upsetting i mean i don't know what's more upsetting me singing here you admitting it you know it i'm sitting here it's too freaking late because i cannot remember the name of the console but so scarlet? they won't be ta- scarlet thank you so <laughs> scarlet i i read it from your i precogged it from your brain before you actually said it but yeah scarlet um so yeah, they're going to be talking about that later, but they're not going to be talking about it right now because this one was about fixing last E3, right? They didn't have games last E3. This this E3, they've got nothing but games. Oh my god! Uh, and we're yeah. going to hear more about it. Also, Google kind of like tripped over themselves uh, with Stadia, right? That Stadia thing was really underwhelming. It was not great. So Microsoft did not have to play the X Cloud card. I think. I, you know, I think they said the conference was going to be about two hours. When it actually came down to it, it was only like an hour 30 or an hour 40. I think that they held some stuff back because they're like, you know what? Google kind of messed up. We don't have to beat them. Like, they they did not show well. So, let's not play all of our cards now. Let's save it. And we're going to, like, really wow them later. That's my hope. See. That, that's kind of my take on that. I know Smitty brought that uh, that theory up in Discord. 
I don't know how true that honest that actually is. Like, I mean, it's a plausible theory. You know, after Stadia didn't take off, they just scrapped xCloud and said the heck with it. I don't know, though. Because here's the thing. xCloud is huge. Like, that is the next step in gaming is streaming. And this is a this is a massive next step for it. And not only is it coming, it's coming in October. So I mean, what is that? Four months in four months, we will be able to stream games to our phone wherever we are. That's well. Do we know that? Do we know for a fact that it's to your phone yet? We don't know. I mean, it's an open beta. It's not the actual product. The actual product is not October. The openness, the open beta. Uh, is going to be in October, so I'm not saying that they're they're not going to do XCloud now because Google, you know, was kind of like you know lukewarm. I'm just saying like they didn't have to talk about XCloud. They didn't have to say, and this is why we're better because Google didn't give us anything that we wanted. So they don't have to talk about it, and they can save all that stuff for a big a big wow um, in a couple months. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what Smitty was saying, but that but when you were saying that like they were going to maybe not do XCloud. Like, xCloud's happening. It's just they don't have to go overboard about it. Yeah, right maybe now. they're waiting to see we- what Google does, and then they're going to capitalize on the things that they're doing wrong since their beta is in October. You know, Stadia is what November, I think September. Um. Oh, I think it's September. I believe September sounds right. I, I could be wrong though. I don't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, it's- November 2019. So. I don't know. I think when Stadia gets closer, they'll get more info, and then Xbox will probably use that info to kind of make xCloud better, I would hope. And I think it's confirmed that you can play it on a phone and stuff. I know I've seen a couple pictures on social media where it's like, oh, you know, this looks great, and it's a you know, giant phone, and it's uh, Hellblade, I think is what the photo was. Yeah, we've seen Hellblade, and we've seen um, uh, Forza Horizon is being played on the phone. So... Supposedly, the way XCloud is working is it's going to make your home console its own, your own server. Like your Xbox is going to be your server. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a techie guy. I don't know all the ins and outs on this. I couldn't possibly be able to go into it. So, I mean, it sounds like oh, you connect to your Xbox, similar to how the Xbox app on your computer works, and you can like stream your console to your computer so maybe you stream your console to your phone maybe i don't know yeah my gut says that like the at home streaming is going to be within your network right so on your wi-fi network or on your lan um i don't know that they're going to have your home console streaming to some device outside of your network that actually makes sense store or you're the starbucks you're gonna be playing off of your xbox um I don't know that it's going to be that, but I'm pretty sure that at least the first iteration is going to be like within your network. So you're, you know, you're upstairs. In my case, my daughter's watching the the TV. She's watching the Xbox. I've got an Xbox in the basement, but I'm in my office and I'm just streaming it. And I just, you know, I walk around and I'm playing it on my my iPad or my what what have you. Um, that's kind of what I think the first uh, beta is going to be. I mean, I can see that. That makes sense. Especially because that is like the easy first step to take. I don't know. This xCloud to me is the one area where I feel like Microsoft really should have dug in a little bit more. Just because they were the only one there. I mean, yeah, Nintendo was there, but Nintendo is 
Nintendo and the they just worry about their Japanese games, honestly. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo does, and it doesn't much matter what the other two giants do. You know, in the console wars, it's really PlayStation versus Xbox, and PlayStation wasn't there. Like this was Xbox's year to win, to just wow the crowd, and it just seems like they kind of dropped the ball when talking about X Cloud. Yeah, but they brought out Keanu Reeves, so I mean that kind of saved him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're handsome. All right, they also announced new hardware, right? The Elite Two O. Yes, I pre-ordered for 180 that bucks. immediately. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> you, I am so excited you, for it. Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. Did you get the first one? I have. Or let me let me, let me rephrase it. How many of the first now. one did you get? One. <laughs> From a friend, and I've had it for over a year, so I got uh, I'm one of the lucky ones, I guess. Yeah, I've heard a lot of issues. Uh, Patrick Maka actually posted a tweet about how the stick drift is pretty much non-existent now. That you can you can tweak the the right, sticks, the I tension. guess. Yeah, the tension. So he said uh, in his in his tweet, he said proves to add just problems like uh, stick drift, grip coming off, and plastic around bumpers as well. So I'm hoping that. You know, the, the V1 was just like a huge beta, and then the white one was, like Smitty said, they probably had some extra hardware and just colored it white. So I'm hoping that, you know, V2, they they listened to everyone for once and actually made a, a better controller. And it includes yeah, I, Bluetooth as well, so you can play your xCloud games on uh, your Elite 2.0. Right. Now, I, I got burnt with the first Elite, so I'm I'm going to wait until the reviews come in, and, you know, it's got a good six months to to a year worth of use case on it. I don't blame before you. Before I uh, even consider it. Yeah. So I'm, I might sell so my what's Elite So mm-hmm. what's so special about this controller? Have you ever held one? Does it be... doesn't feel cheap. <laughs> Just the feel? Have oh you ever God. held one, L? They're amazing. I have not. Yeah, they feel really good. Yeah, I think I was in the same so boat. They're so they're so amazing to be four times it. the price of a controller? Well, when you buy a, a $60 controller, it goes out within three months, but my Elite lasted me over a year. So, I, I mean, that's that's why I say a lot of people say they last not. three months. See, that's <laughs> crazy but, to know. me that you say that because, in my experience, it's been the exact reverse. Besides the controller I got mad at and threw and it exploded, you know, my <laughs> controllers have lasted, you know, a couple of years now. I personally never had the Elite, no. but a buddy of mine did, and he bought the Elite. Actually, I think he bought the Elite two, maybe three months later, returned it to Best Buy, got another one. Maybe another two months later after that, that one went out, tried to return it. Best Buy said, we're not carrying them no more because of this, and he wound up taking parts from other controllers to try to fix his. Oh, jeez. And for well, I mean, I've actually had I've had both be horrible. My day one controller got left stick drift. My my spare black, uh, I guess Gen one that I got also had stick drift. I then I think I had another one. I, yeah, I got a, a Halo Master Chief one, uh, kind of the gray one. Uh, that one also got stick drift. Oh, wow. My <laughs> Elite got stick drift after. Um, what are you doing to your controllers? <laughs> but since I had purchased it with a credit card, like I didn't need to uh, get the warranty specifically because that was kind of built into my credit card. So, but that took a long time to get. I got the second one back. I haven't really played with it because I don't want it to break. Uh, and I, my the other <laughs> controller that I got, uh, a Walmart controller, just started getting stick drift. So I think it's because I like to play platformers. 
Um, so, so I'm like holding right or holding left a lot and, you know, and I'm doing a lot of, um, like changing directions very quickly. Um, so I think that's, I, I'm pretty hard on my controllers, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I'm tempted and maybe what I'm going to do is just sell my elite now, uh, and then, you know, back some of that money and say, well, okay, in a year from now, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get it. But L to answer your question, it feels really good. I mean, oh, yeah. like when you have mm. a hobby, right. And you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're going to be using something a lot. You're probably going to want to invest in like something a little more expensive than what mm-hmm. the average person would do. And I recommend that you go and and you find someone that has one of these and and you try it because it does feel really good. Yeah, they're it's like heavier, but, but it's 180 dollars. It is 180 dollars. Well, the V1 is, is 150. The, the V2 is 180. <laughs> somehow somehow Jeez. they thought hey, adding tax, 30 bucks, bucks it's better. Or it's well, worth I think it. The, the added thirty was mostly for the the case charge, which I'm not a big fan of. I'd rather have batteries. Sorry, but you know, all those PlayStation guys are like, oh, you have batteries. Well, you know what? When my controller dies, I can swap out the batteries. I don't have to sit two feet from my PlayStation and charge it. You know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, that's probably there's pros and cons. Probably the biggest negative for me personally. Yeah. Right. It depends on how close, how far away you are from your TV. Like for me, I'm about probably twenty feet, or I think as. Uh, Chin Doctor said it was nine meters because he does it weird and not American. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm a good distance away. So batteries for me are very ideal. Yeah. The other nice part about the Lee controllers is aside from, you know, the nicer grips of being heavier is the attachments to it. Like you can add, have a couple of more triggers down um, at like where your pinkies, your pinky is. So you, I don't know if that helps you with shooters, whatever. I never really use it. When I use, I never really use them. But the other nice thing is for L and R, instead of having to push it all the way down, you can set it to where you push it like halfway through. You do like a half pull so you could sit there and like spam the trigger faster so you could shoot faster. That's nice. Yeah, well, and another feature. Two, I think it's like a third now, isn't it? Down yeah, and now it's a third. It's a third, a half, and then the full. <laughs> they have another feature that you don't get with the standard consoles or the standard controllers <clears throat> in that you can have programmed settings. So if you have one game that's weird, like I know M has mentioned this, right? Uh, she said that like she is the type of person, the type of freak that likes inverted controls, Weirdos. but not all inverted controls. So some games don't allow her to change that. But if she were to go in and have an elite, she could, she could map a profile specifically for this game and put it on the controller. And then on the fly, at least with the first one, there was a way to switch profiles uh, through a manual button. You just basically move that toggle left or right, and it would change from like your default profile to your secondary profile. So she could do that, and then very quickly, if she has to get back into a menu, pop back to the other profile, do her stuff, and then pop back for gameplay, pop into the other profile. I believe that this one is going to have three presets. I think that's I believe what the three so. buttons on the front are. Yeah, there's three. Yeah, so... So it is kind of a cool feature. You know, it's an edge case, but uh, it is nice to have when you need it. Like, you cannot get this on the standard controllers. So Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I personally think the Xbox One controller is the best controller out there. And the Elite is just, just makes it that much better. Agreed. Like, I know yeah, that is... No, I agree. I know that is Maybe. preference. Like, I have friends that say the PlayStation controller is better. I think they're all no. LSD or they something. They small hands. <laughs> they got small hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Elite controller, if it wasn't for the price tag, 
I probably would have had one already. Well, not necessarily for the price tag. If it wasn't for the fact that they were, I, there were so many bad reviews and are constantly going out, I probably would have had one. I just could never justify spending $150 on something that will probably be gone in three months. That would just irritate me. Along with Game Pass, the other thing and that the other thing that Xbox or that Microsoft announced is games. Not just Game Pass, but games. That you know this whole myth about now that Xbox doesn't have any games. No. That's just not true anymore. Xbox brought it. They brought the games this year. That's Game Pass and the games were what the focus of this E3 was. Uh, we can go through this list of what games you guys were ex- are looking forward to. Uh, Chip, let's start with you. What well, games I want to touch. What can I mention? One other thing before we get before we move into the games, yeah, and sure. that is the acquisition of Double Fine. Yes. Oh yes. Double Fine is the studio. How did I? Oh my gosh. The Cave Two. Give me all the sequels. Just stop. It. <laughs> <laughs> the <Nassim Chalice> too. <laughs> well, that's just that. Like, I don't. I don't even want the sequels. I want stop the games it. that we connect party to. <laughs> I want the games that we didn't get because they went to PlayStation. That's what I want. I want to get all mm. that stuff back. Uh, let me let me pull up the list here. Like, yeah. uh, Psychonauts two, we're getting no problem. I want the full throttle remastered. I want Day of the Tentacle. Oh, I want um, Hack and Slash. You probably never heard of that. I also want uh, where, where's this? Yeah, Ooblets. Uh, I think we were already gonna get Ooblets, but an awesome game that I've just been like dying to get is called Knights and Bikes. My hope is that we get these as a result. Um, that would be know, we'll get them later and escape gate uh, escape goat as well like these are games that we just didn't get on the one and now that they are part of microsoft there's a chance you're telling me there's a chance so you're telling me there's a chance yeah yeah i mean double fine now being an xbox game or an, now being a microsoft studio that is huge. That is a big time acquisition. Even though you know they're the main game that they're going to be pushing here now is Psychonauts Two. I haven't. I ha- I didn't play the first one, so I'm not real. I'm not super pumped on this. But uh, Psychonauts Two, even though that Double Fine is a Microsoft Studio game now, studio now, it is still going to PlayStation Four. So whatever is going everywhere, that's not Microsoft thing. Microsoft's thing now. It's not. They're not looking for exclusives i will say though certainly not with deals that are already in place yeah i mean maybe right. moving forward they'll, they'll change some of those things but yeah but yeah one thing about psychonauts 2 though since this is a microsoft studio it's coming to game pass i know a ton of people are looking forward to this game and they played it the first one back in the day so they're pumped about this um actually brooke she when when she was watching it with me and she was like, Oh, this looks like something I'd be interested in. And this is, this is something she'll probably be playing. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up before we start moving into games because that, that doesn't quite fit uh, yeah. you know, games. It's, it's another acquisition. Yeah. One more acquisition. God, what the, the list of ga- Microsoft game studios now is long. They've been buying things like crazy, but Let's move into the games that were announced. Let's start with you, Chip. Let's hear from you. What games are you looking forward to that they announced? Um, you know, I I could go in there and say, you know, I want all the games, but <laughs> be real, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the indie games or indie-ish games. Really? Uh, yeah. 
you know, Alan Wake 2, a.k.a. Blair Witch, looks uh, pretty good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Age Witch. of Empires 2, I was actually pretty surprised about. Yes! I, I was not... Was not expecting that. I know, Fufu, you're pretty excited about that one. (laughs) Oh my god! I okay. I'll say this: we were watching. (laughs) We were watching. Brooke wasn't feeling good, so she was actually kind of starting to fall asleep. My nephew was sitting next to me. He was just kind of zoning out. I had my dog at my feet, and Age of (laughs) Empires came up, and I started seeing. I'm like, oh my god, is this it? Is it coming? I got real excited, and then when it popped up. Age of Empires 2, Definitive Edition. Yes! All right, let's go! Oh, man, I was like, Whoa. Brooke got scared. The dog jumped up. She thought I was yelling at her. Whenever I raised my voice, she thinks she's in trouble. So she jumped up on Brooke because she thought she was in trouble. I, my nephew got jumped. I'm so pumped for this. Oh, my God. I, I am so glad. <laughs> yeah, that looks really yes, good. Continue. Uh, you know, I, I played the first one. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, back in the day, I played the first and second. They were just you know, great games. So I'm really excited to dive into this one. Uh, you know, Borderlands oh, 3, I'm very excited for that, of course. Borderlands 3, I know L hates it, but I don't care. I'm excited. L can suck one, deal with it. What are you so excited about? Doing fetch quests <laughs> in 4K? Like, what the f- are you so, uh, What are you so excited about? Oh, uh, man, you just... L uses special ability. L uses special ability. L uses... Oh, my God. <laughs> What are you so excited about? It's it's Borderlands. I've been playing Borderlands dude. two for sixteen years now. Exa- well, I mean, I need something new. That's obviously why. Play it's like playing Skyrim for the last ten years. Their game hey, worlds now. are bland. Watch your mouth about Skyrim. <laughs> the, the gameplay is average. You die every five seconds. I mean, if you suck. And and their achievement lists are terrible. <laughs> oh God. Give me that one. Their achievement list. Oh, come on. They like they make you do everything in T- the game. Tell me the achievement list is good. It's the achievement good. list is good. They make, they make you do everything. They make you do every okay, side quest, thanks. every Wait a mission, every discover everything. You know, they're making you explore their entire game. Yeah, it's not good for achievement hunters, but as an achievement list, it's I mean, pretty good. It's mostly good. the DLC achievements that suck. The DLC still. achievements do suck. I will give you that. Besides Tiny Tina, that's probably the best one. Uh, we the haven't DLC got there yet. Do suck. We've okay, been saving well, that for last. It's good. And. Everything you hate about Borderlands 2, you're going to forget. <laughs> See, in 3? It does two look good. For Tiny Tina. The problem with Borderlands right now is we've been playing this godforsaken game for so long <laughs> and that it's just it's just dragging on. And honestly, every Thursday, all four of us are looking for a reason to not play it, <laughs> which then makes it that much worse. That that's our problem. So when we saw Borderlands three, like half of me was like, "All right." The other half of me was like, "Oh, for God's sakes, another one." <laughs> Overall, I mean, I'm excited because it's Borderlands. We, it's such a good game. We play with Prue, and he just barks orders, and then he, he you know, he winds up dying all the time, and I went up having to heal him, and and he's just terrible. And then he puts us on mute, forgets he's on mute. Anyone that knows L knows that is a complete and total lie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Any other games you're looking forward to? No, probably most anticipated from Xbox's announcement is uh, Dying Light 2. I am very excited for that. The first one was... Really? Yes, absolutely. The first one was fantastic. It's way better than Dead Island, even though one of my buddies says Dead Island's the best game for zombie oh, killing. It's terrible. Yeah, it's he's an idiot. It's, just, it's Borderlands with zombies. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> 
I could have sworn at the top of the segment, Chip, where you were asked about this, you said indie games, and I don't think I've heard any <laughs> indie games. Well, we're, we're going to edit that part out now. See? We're going to edit the, the indie games portion out. Okay. <laughs> In, indie yeah. game Borderlands 3. Uh, well, I, I decided to go down the list. Uh, okay. Yeah, Dagmite nice. 2, I'm very excited. Loved the first one. Also the second indie. one I'm very excited for. Uh, right. You know, I I don't know about you guys, but why are they bringing Microsoft Flight Simulator back when Microsoft Flight did not do that good at all? <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I have I think no there's idea. a game <laughs> because they can. It's the one game where inverted controls make right. sense. I mean, X the Hero <laughs> might like it, but I, mean, I don't know. I, I just think it's don't... like the Ron Burgundy syndrome. I oh, think, they, yeah. I think Flight someone, Simulator. someone just put it on the, the teleprompter and they just <laughs> read it. <laughs> like they didn't mean to do it, but somebody was just having a joke. They yeah. just put it on there, and they're like, "And flight, fl- flight sim, right? Uh, all right, roll with it." And I'll end it with this: uh, twelve minutes. That's I, that's really what I meant when I meant you know, India's going to say twelve minutes and Blair Witch. That did look cool. Yeah, twelve minutes looks like a total mind fuck. So edit that out, but you know, it looks it looks nuts, man. Yeah, you know, it don't looks, say mind. Total <laughs> mind. I will say my, the flight simulator. It looks great. That was one pretty trailer. I mean, it looks great, but I don't know. Maybe when it comes out, maybe hopefully it'll be free like the Microsoft Flight was, but it's I mean, not. What game are they going to bury inside of Flight Sim? Is it going to be like Minecraft or like <laughs> what's going to be the hidden game? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, 12 minutes, 12 minutes looks real good. What about you, Al? What games are you looking forward to? All of the games that look best to me were not Xbox games. <laughs> I mean, besides Just Dance 2020, of course, which is just amazing. Oh, F that. Naturally. No, F that. You, you, that was... You need to get off your ass. You're looking a little uh, chubby. That was the game that when that came, off, came on, I connect. turned the Ubisoft conference off. I didn't care about anything else. I'm like, screw this. It's because you, you don't exercise. You need to exercise and dance and do the th- thriller dance in your house. Uh, that's what a concert's for. Yeah, I would just do the Soldier Boy from You're gonna... Dance Central over and over again. And, uh, Told you, boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was on this show. <laughs> well, the Nintendo conference notwithstanding, in which my little fangirl thing is for uh, the remake of Zelda Link's Awakening. That's my cup of tea from 1993. Wow. It's that, that old. Really Glad that was brought up. Super excited for that yeah, one as that's well. What, so good. It's so good. Now, I missed, I missed that. I, could, you, I, could you mention that really quickly? Like, what... Is this something they've shown before, or was this brand new? I actually missed it. They showed it at E3 last year, I believe, but it was more of an announcement. Um, or is it the Direct, maybe? It was something I think different. it was a Nintendo Direct a couple it was a months different, ago. Yeah, I don't think it was a whole year ago. Basically, it's, the, it's a remake of the Game Boy game from 1993. And I learned today that it's basically an excuse to show off their new creator dungeon thing called the Chamber Dungeons. So whenever you... <laughs> complete a dungeon you unlock tiles and then you can mix and match rooms from each dungeon and create your own dungeon so imagine it's it's kind of like a beta test for for a zelda dungeon maker game oh you okay. know that's coming Sorry. but i love that game love the music love the dungeons just great game um and on the playstation side of course we have to mention the final well we have to mention the final fantasy 7 remake yes i finally broke down and watched the trailer it looks oh amazing my. God, I hate to say this. I'm just excited for Final the, Fantasy VIII is coming this this gen. Okay, Final Fantasy. Well, 7. we did miss on Final Fantasy VIII port, so we got Final Fantasy VIII remastered, which is the only game in the Square Conference that Xbox is getting. 
There was Crystal Chronicles, Secret of Mana Collection, and all that stuff that we are not getting. Not necessarily so terrible. We are getting, <clears throat> we are getting some of the games. We're just not right away. The Avengers game, for instance, I don't I, know. that's a timed exclusive. The Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, remake, that's a timed exclusive. You're just you're just assuming right now. I'm pretty sure that no, that's no. been I, yeah, I thought that's been announced. Yeah, that's for sure. You're assuming. Oh, I seven. Thought, no, no, the Avengers game. I'm pretty sure the Avengers is slated yeah. for Xbox, but it. I got. I got to say, it doesn't look good. <laughs> no, nothing nah, special. It, like it's an Avengers game, so I'm excited for it. it <laughs> but it's it. It doesn't look that good. The character it models that they did, it, it doesn't look good. We, which is really sad, because you know this is the trailer. We didn't see any real gameplay. You would think that this is when they're going to show off and make it the best of the best, but it just kind of looks meh. And especially with the all the different uh, studios that are behind it, you know, Crystal Dynamics, Square Enix, and um, Montreal. Shoot, Ubisoft. <laughs> Sure, yes. Montreal. Something Montreal. I can't, um, what you talking about, Willis? What are we talking about? There was another game studio. Well, we're, running, <laughs> we're running down L's games. Forget I'm it. just interrupting him. Go ahead, L. Continue. But yeah, Avengers just looks bad. Honestly, outside of the Star Wars game, there wasn't anything that I didn't already know about. Gears 5. and Speaking of Gears, Gears Pop. Some of that stuff. Finally had some uh, gameplay. That is the weirdest trail game in this <laughs> entire conference um <laughs> what is that coming out for uh, the uh, virtual boy it's coming out for mobile looks like it's on the app store yeah. right now uh it's mobile according to the only. app store on ios it's releasing september 2nd i don't have an android so i can't check that Their one, achievements but, uh you know i don't it, i don't know you know it's a i think it's a 50 50 chance but nothing announced yet for achievements that i know of so maybe we'll find out from chin <laughs> it kind of has to have achievements right I would say what it has would to. I would be shocked if it if it doesn't. I mean, this is Gears is Microsoft. I would imagine they attach it. Right. Well, we'll see. I mean, with this whole new Project Cloud thing and all, uh, you know, Xbox moving over to mobile, it's it's very possible they should have achievements with it, especially with Minecraft and Age of Empires and Halo Spartan Assault Mortimer. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I would think that they would. Yeah. They would bring achievements over to you know mobile for it. Yeah, we have achievements on mobile, so, I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked if they didn't have achievements. But, I mean, Gears Pop is essentially just a Clash Royale, so those achievements are going to be annoying. Could possibly be annoying, I guess, I should say. We don't know for sure. Well, hopefully they <clears throat> pop on time. Are you? Uh, Anything else, though? I am very excited for Pokemon. Woo! Gotta catch them all. Pokemon looks fantastic. It really does. And finally, finally oh, got some information it. on Animal Crossing. That game sadly got pushed to next year, but we get Zelda and Pokemon this year, so I'm totally okay with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that honestly almost kind of makes sense to push Animal Crossing off just so, you know, you don't have all these games dropping at once because people only have so much money. Especially going right. into the holiday season. Um, I think a, the biggest thing this year was for Nintendo with you know combining with Xbox was the Banjo Kazooie and Smash. Oh man! And that was probably the biggest troll of the whole night too. But it was <laughs> it was perfect. Two overrated franchises. <laughs> that was hilarious when they oh, did that. Oh. What? Yeah, you killed me. Why? Banjo Kazooie is terrible. <laughs> the camera was made by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <Ooh>. Um. 
you're going to get lots of ads in the Discord. Smash Brothers <laughs> was good on the GameCube, and that was in 18 years ago. Smash is great. <laughs> Don't even go there. Smash is great. Oh, the idea of Smash is great. How often do you play Smash, really? You don't play Smash. You're playing Xbox. Come on. Well, considering I don't have the newest one, yeah. I mean, so I guess you can say almost never. Uh If I had it, I'd be playing it. (laughs) Yeah, you and Brooke with the dogs jumping on you. I think Fufu would appreciate this one. Uh, Spyro was announced coming to Switch. I mean, that's cool. Um, Well, I mean, what am I going to do? Buy it again so so I can beat it with no achievements? I already completed well, Spyro. I mean, fair enough. Now, yeah. if Spyro comes to huh. Switch and I can earn achievements with it, oh yeah, I'll buy that again and complete it again. I'm I'm for that. But as far as I see right now, I already own Spyro, so there's no need to buy it on Switch. Yeah, I mean, I won't buy it again, but it's it's very cool that Switch is getting all these big games. You know, I mean, I think Doom's even coming to Switch, which is really crazy. Big. Yeah, I, I no, can't I believe Doom Eternal is going to work can. on that. <laughs> not very well, but it's going to play. They don't care how, it's just it's going to work. Can you use your Miis <laughs> in that game? That would be a wonderful like Doom Guy Amiibo. I would hope so. What about you, Nate? What games are you looking forward to? Um, I can't believe no one's mentioned it already, uh, but Ori. Like, oh. Ori just looks so good. Um, that trailer, oh man, those guys, they're just really special. Microsoft needs to do something, lock them down, acquire them. I don't know, but Moon Studios is just so good, uh, and I am okay with the fact that it's a 2020 release. I don't care as long as it's got a date attached to it. <laughs> uh, they've got the time they need to make the game. I don't care. I was hoping, I was hoping maybe it was going to be, and you can play it today, and then it was just going to be awesome. But uh, whoa, but no, but they push it off to 2020. I don't. You're care. You're okay. I don't care. You're drowning. You're drowning in Vayner. Yes, we we are drowning in games. And when that does come out, you know, I'll drop everything else to play it uh, or at least play the first three hours of it. Um, Star Wars, The Fallen Order (laughs) (laughs) looks amazing. I can't wait to play that. That one, uh, it just looks so good. I don't want to see anything else about it. Uh, I I feel (sighs) feel like it's going to be a good one. Um, I was not prepared. I had no idea and I haven't seen too much about it, but what I have seen Gods and Monsters from Ubisoft looks like um, AC Odyssey for kids, right? It looks pretty cool. Uh, I, I want to keep my eye on that one, see what else is going to keep coming from that. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks interesting. It, it, you know, I didn't see any mm. of the Nintendo conference, so I can't speak to any of that stuff. Um, I didn't see Devolver, but... Oh, man, you missed out. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't see the Devolver. I will go and watch that, because that thing is a hoot. Um one game I have been tracking from Devolver is Carrion. Uh, that game looks cool. And they're, they're calling that a reverse horror game where you're playing the monster and you're going after all the scientists. And I think it's also a Metroidvania, which is probably how I stumbled on it in the first place. Um, another game from Devolver is The Messenger. And we mentioned that before. You know, it came to the PC Game Pass and they're actually going to be releasing uh, free DLC to that as well. Uh, so that is coming to Game Pass. Um, and now, that's... I do have a question, though. Go on. Why didn't that come to the Xbox 2? I think that because it was an indie developer, I think they did not have a good relationship with Microsoft. Uh, and maybe they were eventually going to come to the Xbox. But right now, you can get it on the PC. My hope is that it will come to the Xbox and I can play it again. Uh, but the fact that I can get it 
without knowing it was going to be there. I could get it that day. It was it was a real pleasant surprise. But yeah, I don't know why why it wasn't already out on Xbox. And you have a laptop you play it on? Well, I'm playing it on or my desktop. I'm playing it on my desktop PC. But I am going on vacation in about two weeks, and I'm taking my laptop with me. Uh, and, and hoping that I can play something like a Bro Force uh, or uh, the Messenger, um, you know, <laughs> when I get a, a couple spare minutes uh, on vacation. Um, continuing to move along, uh, the ID at Xbox titles. Um, I love that sizzle reel. There were a couple things in there that I thought looked really good. Yeah, really. Um, I yeah, I'm really interested in um, Spirit Fair. Uh, that looks yep. pretty pretty cool. Um, Unto the End had a very short uh, gameplay tri- uh, clip. Basically, it was like sword combat, and this guy does this uh, jump move off of a wall and like jumps off of that, and he's like hacking and slashing. It's like a 2D hack and slash. Looks really cool. Uh, I want to follow that a little bit more. Felix the Reaper uh, just has some pretty cool style to it, and the music. I don't know if it was the music from the game or if it was just music from the trailer, but that looked uh, pretty interesting. And, and then once again, you know, they were just burying us in games. Come to find out, um, we've already got access to Riverbond and uh, Supermarket Shriek. Uh, these are games I haven't tried yet, but um, nice. but they're they're looking pretty cool. And, and Supermarket Shriek, I hear, is 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 pretty fun, uh, or at least pretty funny. Um, it's just the indies, man. I, I'm really liking. Uh, those indies and i, I want to see how much of that uh id at xbox is going to pan out i think there were 21 or 22 games and i was counting like you know 16 of these i'm, I'm at least partially interested in um so i i think it was great i i was very excited about this game so i want to see more um but i would say definitely ori definitely star wars if i had to pick two uh, those are the ones that i'm most excited about so Speaking of Star Wars, real quick, are you guys okay if I just tell you like one of the coolest things in this trailer? Just one of the Force powers right. to get you hyped. Close your old ears. Okay, <laughs> so obviously you have all the Force powers, you know, the push and pull and all that new stuff. That's all cool. Which one of the the Force pull? They take it, you know, they pull a stormtrooper, and as he's coming to you, he just stabs him, runs him through with the lightsaber. That's all well and good, but the coolest thing that they did with this is one of the new powers is that you can actually kind of stop time kind of a thing. So, you know, like the Kylo Ren in, in uh, the force awakens, how he stops the energy bolt in the air. So you can mm-hmm. do that in this game, which is one of the coolest powers you can do. But not only that, the character, I forget the, I don't even think they gave the character a name or whatever, but either way, the Jedi, you know, he takes pulls the stormtrooper to him or they're in a, they're, I'm sorry, they're in a corridor. The stormtrooper shoots at him. He freezes the bolt midair, and while it's floating there, he force pulls the stormtrooper to him. While he's floating in air, takes and runs him into the bolt and kills him. Oh man, was it cool! That was an awesome man. kill move. I'm the combat just seems awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, it looks so good, and it's respawn. Were so they saying- you have that fluid movement where you're running on walls and jumping. Oh man, does this game look? And I don't know if we made. Were they saying they got inspiration from? Metroid I was just Prime? about to say that. Yes, I don't think we mentioned that before, but this very well could be a Metroidvania, which just I know make for you guys just makes it even that much better. Yeah, I mean, it's like they were checking all of my boxes. Like, this game was made for me, if if true. 
Uh, it was already a great game, but then you say, oh, it's got Metroidvania elements. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I think there was a Game Informer article where they specifically mentioned uh, that they were modeling it after uh, Metroid, the Metroid map or uh, a Metroid Prime or something like that. But they, they definitely made specific mention to Metroid. And I'm pretty sure one of the guys from EA specifically said Metroidvania. I remember hearing those words. Also with the EA games, uh, and you guys are all about the indies, EA also has has commissioned three games from indie developers. The first developer is Zoink Games. You know, they're the guys that did Faye and Flipping Death. Then they commissioned Gloomade. And the third one was Hazelight Studios, who did A Way Out. Now, they commissioned them to do three... Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll each be working on EA original titles. Have no... Uh, have no idea what they are yet. There's been no mention. They just said, hey, these studios are making something for us. We might be able to get something good from them. You know, A Way Out in Faye, I hear a lot of good things about. Maybe we get a sequel to them? Who knows? Well, they already announced two of the titles. Uh, Rust Heart. I see a publisher having three new games. Yeah. So Rust Heart, Lost in Random, and then an unnamed game from the Way Out developer, He's Light. Oh, okay. I missed that. Cool. Well, so much for Faye, too. Whatever. But <laughs> so just a couple of games that i'm personally looking forward to i know it's been said already but final fantasy 7 remake high up on the list for me i am so excited for that game and this was also the kind of thing where when i first saw that they were remaking it i'm like cool so we get you know the old style turn-based game but with really good graphics no, we're not getting that. We're getting, you know, the new modern combat that Square like uh really likes right now. And I was I was one of those guys on the on the internet complaining of oh this sucks. Just go back to the old style. After watching the gameplay, this isn't even Final Fantasy anymore. This is a new take on Final Fantasy VII, and I am so excited for this. And if anyone actually is wondering or was curious, I'm pretty sure that this is going to be episodic still. So this may very well be the thing where, you know, you got to buy three games to get the full story. Who knows? Either way, I'm going to get it. I can't wait till it comes out on Xbox. That's definitely a day one purchase for me. Very much looking forward to that. So it was a sad day for Mr. Big Al oh. as they announced the last backwards compatibility titles for the xbox one yes rip but they gave us yeah, a, a free game that uh, nobody wanted they gave us two human <laughs> well let me get there chip <laughs> it's like at the end of the alphabet so there were eight xbox original games that nobody cares about since they don't have achievements but here they um, are armed and dangerous in indiana jones and the emperor's tomb Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. I know there's a lot of people that Splinter had some Cell. in that game. I never played it. Which one? Yeah. Sphinx? I saw a couple of people that sure. were excited to play that again, but I don't know. <laughs> Not me. It was a real system seller for Microsoft in 2001, <laughs> for sure. There are four Splinter Cell games, which are actually notable games, and Unreal Championship 2. That one I'm looking forward to. Or I shouldn't say looking forward to. You're not I'm never play going it. to play it, but it's games. cool to have that. Because <laughs> Unreal Championship 2 was really good. Uh, the 360 games, Asura's Wrath, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, Enchanted Arms, Enslaved Odyssey to the West, Far Cry Classic, Far Cry Instinct's Predator, 
Infinite Undiscovery, uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, which was funny because Major Nelson actually gave a quick shout out. He said, the game that everybody bought for a quick 1K. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cool. If you guys heard that or not, but it was pretty funny. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Skate, period. <laughs> Star Ocean, The Last Hope. Uh, what I believe is the only XBLA title here, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. HD Remix. Uh, Syndicate, thanks. <laughs> the aforementioned by Chip, because he didn't read the script. <laughs> to Human. I read it. It's not in the script. Oh, I just memorized all these. And Unreal Tournament 3. So they did say that all the one games would be available on the Scarlet, yes. right? Even though we're sure something bad will happen. I don't think they said all, but I think it's safe to say a good portion of them will be. At least all the Game Pass ones. Well, yeah, so... That was something that Microsoft... So this was very sad for me. Quiet, foof. <laughs> I'm rip... I'm, you don't talk during someone's obituary. So that was very sad for me. As Chip knows, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at noon, I would be waiting for Major Nelson's tweets about the new backwards compatible title. So it was also sad that they announced so many at once. That I would have rather they come in come in drips and drabs. More fun that way. But some of the titles that they left behind were just weird. So they had, for example, uh, Bully and Grand Theft Auto 4 made it but uh la noir and max Payne 3 didn't just weird things dust and elysian tale is the metroidvania game that most people wanted to come to bc the most would actually get some of you people to actually play it that would be wonderful so maybe one day they'll reopen the vault i hope so but as of now so they mentioned that they're not i don't know if you saw this al you should go back and watch um the major nelson show uh, whatever that's called on on live or whatever inside xbox <laughs> Inside Xbox. Camera. <laughs> the, Major Nelson, the Major Nelson show works for me. Yes, that works for you. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, they were interviewing, or they had some people from the uh, the backwards compatibility team talking about it. They said, we're not done. We're not going away. We're just, mm. you know, we're hibernating until Scarlet comes out. Mm. I think what that is basically pointing to is that there will be more backwards compatibility but it's going to be done through xCloud. Like, they're done with the BC stuff oh. that goes directly to your console, but instead they can maybe get other titles through uh, yeah, through this xCloud streaming. So a little different, but maybe we'll have access to those games that way. Uh, along with the uh, backwards compatibility announcement, they did announce that Xbox 360 games in Rare Replay got the 4K treatment. I have yet to check any of them out but all the updates came to the xbox that night so that was pretty cool so the banjo kazooie games banjo tooie cameo perfect dark and the viva pinatas should all be a little more shiny yay shiny yay one thing i don't think we mentioned but sticking with the backwards compatibility theme is that hardware like your x1 hardware is going to be backwards compatible it's going to be yes able to be you're going to be able to take it with you to scarlet so the you know the V2 Elite that's going to the Scarlet. Everything that is Bluetooth, I know specifically they said Bluetooth will work on Scarlet. I think I think the other controllers will as well, but not positive. But certainly Bluetooth stuff. So all Let's these say, controllers that you've been stockpiling because they're garbage, uh, they will move to the next console as well, as well as your headsets and all that fun stuff. So they really want to keep people along. So I don't see why they would stop with uh, software as well. So I, I'm positive that all of the backwards stuff, all the backwards compatibility stuff is just going to be working on Scarlet as well. So you're trying to tell us to get a Scarlet? Right. <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> I, I, I didn't say hear what Chip said. 
probably, I was going to say, it's probably just going to be the Bluetooth ones, I would assume, because... I would assume... It's safe to say the Bluetooth. I know for a fact they said Bluetooth, but I thought they said that all of your hardware will be coming along. I mean, maybe all of not, hardware, that's, a, not that's your, a plus. Maybe not your Connect, but... <laughs> oh, that's a Titanfall hardware. achievement. They'll, they'll, sell, they'll sell a dongle for four months and then scrap it and then go on eBay for $300. <laughs> right. yeah, I, mean, I, I guess I would hope that the Kinect still works, right? I mean, because if you're going to have all these backwards compatible games, you don't want to have to own an X1 just so you can use them. If I had to put money on it, I would say yes. The one thing that, and credit to Microsoft for this, they really do want, you know, everything in your backlog to come forward like we're going to have four generations of games on the scarlet that is something they they have outright admitted the only reason why they're they're we're not getting any more backwards compatible games for the next year and a half is because the scarlet is a new system and all that techie crap so they can't so instead of focusing on putting things on the xbox one to then have to redo to put on the scarlet they're, they're just ending it for now, and they're getting ready to put everything, or at least most things, onto Scarlet. That is, it is Microsoft mission, I guess you could say, to have all to have as many games as absolutely possible on Scarlet. And who knows, in this next year and a half, we very well could they very well could come out and say, not only is all the all your Xbox One titles and all the ga- backwards compatible games that we have now all go into Scarlet, but here, but every single 360 title can now go to Scarlet, and also here's a massive list of OG games. Don't know. Here are all your Windows Phones games. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, with that, last thing E3 related that we can talk about is we have some E3 sales going on. So, Nate, what tabs you got open? (laughs) Uh, I have quite a few tabs open, but I didn't really do a whole lot of research on them since there was so much E3 business going on. Uh, I will just say, um, if you like Mega Man, um, they've got a really awesome bundle, which is uh, Mega Man um, Legacy Collection 1, 2, uh, Mega Man X Collections 1 and 2, and Mega Man 11. I think it's $40. That's ridiculous. Um, So do it. I already have the first two collections, so I'm going to be picking up um, the Mega Man X collection separately and waiting for a sale on Mega Man 11 because there's already too many games. So I, so going on to games that are that actually have achievements and that are in the sale and maybe are good for contests or whatever, uh, I'm going to recommend Hand of Fate. Um, it is $6.59 down from $19.99. This was Games with Gold back in February of 2016, but if you didn't get it, then you don't have it. So uh, maybe it's worth the maybe it's worth the seven bucks or whatever. Uh, it is one thousand three hundred and thirty gamer score, seven thousand six hundred and sixty two TA. Wow! Now that number is huge. That's uh, big. It is. Yeah, it's off putting. Uh, it seems like this game is really difficult, but it's not. This game is more along the lines of if you stick with it, if you play it long enough you will be in a position where you can get all of these achievements. Um, I actually had one really good month uh, in in the RTDL a ways back um, where I had to get all the pieces of dragon armor. And I think it was worth like 12, it was like a 12 ratio. 
uh, back then, and now it's like a, it's like a nine something ratio. It was one. It was probably the highest ratio I had gotten um, that wasn't like a cheese method, right? Like through some boost or something that was. You know, for whatever reason, this was just a game that people got because it was, um, you know, games with gold, and then they they just did not get into the game. They didn't stick with it. But if you stick with this game, there's a lot of ratio to be had, and it's really not that tough if you just stick with the game. and And hopefully, you like it. So I would recommend if you've already got it on games with gold, play it on another tag if you're a completionist, and see if this is the sort of thing you'd want to stick with. It, it is a fun game, um, and it is something you can chip away at. Sorry, Chip. You can you can basically keep playing it a little bit at a time, go in, play a couple hands, and move on to whatever. It's a fun game, and uh, I think it's worth looking at. But that's all I've got for sales this week, because there's just so much else going on, and I already spent 60 maybe more, on Star Wars. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to keep the prices down a little bit. You looking to pick up anything on this sale chip? Oh man, um, I probably will not pick up anything, mostly because of all the games about City Three. I goosh over here, you know, save money for that. But you know, I will recommend Trials Rising at half off for the Gold Edition. You know, includes a season pass, which I think they said was three DLCs. Could be wrong about that, but twenty dollars down from about forty. Uh, if you don't want the season pass, it's twelve forty nine for just the base game. And then uh, over on the three sixty side of things, Toy Story Three. Is about sixty seven percent off at six fifty nine, down from nineteen ninety nine. It is uh, backwards compatible and only about fifteen to twenty hours, but probably one of the best movie tie in games I've ever played on a Xbox console. It is a lot of fun. Unfortunately, it won't be backwards compatible anytime soon. It is. Backwards it already compatible. is backwards compatible. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I right, take that back. <laughs> All right. Well. With that, let's take it to Proclamation Point. Oh, that's me. Proclamation Point. High Road version 2, that little RTDL genius. Version 1 has 150 so bad. completions. Oh, <laughs> uh, my good buddy Death Dealers. Her completion percentage is now 50%. Hell yeah. That's at least half. Almost better than shit. Peace <laughs> middle. Has 15,000 achievements won. Matrark, 20,000 achievements won. And Buck Marley, 155, 25,000 achievements won. Carnage, 800,000 gamer score. Nice job. In the TA score department, Doughboy, 175,000. He was very annoying during the Titanfall session last night, trying to uh, get us to donate to all kinds of charities. I don't even know why. (laughs) There's the uh, Go Get Some Sun charity for Foof. It's Uh. called uh, Go Sun Me. Oh, that's terrible. That was All right. bad. Um. <laughs> that was so bad. Continue with this proclamation he really point. <laughs> he really needs to work on his plugs because that is horrible. Uh, well, I am losing my hair, so could use some hair plugs. Death Dealers, good old Double D, 175,000 TA as well. Mike Pitch, 650,000 TA score. <laughs> 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 Ah, uh, Quesamadilla. And Peru, 850,000 TA score. Oh, Facial Lafleur, who I last saw on a milk carton, has 950,000 TA score. Cosmos, best host ever, is now in the top 5,000 of the TA difference leaderboard. All right, now you're just putting random leaderboards on, on there. What's going on? Literally you know, just, just doing that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I thought. 
I was like, that's an interesting stat. I maybe I'll track that. Um, Death Dealers is in the top fifty thousand completion percentage, so fifty thousand and fifty percent. Good job, Wakapel. Top fifty of the TA leaderboard for Metroidvania. And earlier he bragged about how he surpassed Kush on that leaderboard. We can edit Come that on, out, right? Right, Foof? Uh, yeah. We can edit that part. I'll think about it. You just need to complete. You need to complete the messenger <laughs> fast. And then <laughs> and get, it, get added it to the Metroidvania. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying. I voted. Walk is going to vote the other way. It only takes six hours to get to that. And High Road version two is now in the top ten thousand of Gamerscore leaderboard. Awesome job! Oh, a happy happy birthday to X Towers, who had a birthday on happy June eleventh, and he is probably still mourning the loss of Xbox One challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they probably still happen from time to time in Forza and Gears, right? Yeah, probably. I just want to wish everyone a happy Father's Day on Sunday. And with that comes a PSA in the TA Game of the Month, Batman Arkham City. Make sure to visit Calendar Man. That means you, rucker dude. (laughs) And me too, Big L. Yeah. Get on it. Thanks for joining us, chip You're welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Is there anything else you. you want to tell us about yourself or plug anything or oh. tell Sasha that he sucks for not talking to us in a while or anything? <laughs> I've almost, I guess I can talk about myself. I have a yeah, tell us. 50% completion percentage, but I'm not mm-hmm, a completionist. Mm-hmm. I just try mm-hmm, to complete mm-hmm. games. Not bad. Half a million mm-hmm. gamer score, 885,000 TA. Nice. Showing off. Been on Xbox about uh, 11 years. <laughs> It's my EP. When did you start <laughs> achievement hunting? Uh, probably as soon as I unlocked my first achievement on Crackdown or Halo 3, one of the two. Ever since then, I just became addicted to it. And then working at GameStop didn't help much either. So, you know, it just went on from there. And now people make fun of me for using a, a turbo controller. But they're not achievement hunters, so they don't they don't understand. They're great controllers. Yeah, hurry, Pat. Hurry. But we don't... We don't um authorize the use of any uh, outside peripherals yeah, on this we, show? Yeah, for... Nope. No, we, definitely, we not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I wouldn't even, wouldn't even know how to spell that. Yeah, I don't know what a hori is. Is it W-H-O-R-E-E? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm staying away no, from that. That sounds like a good business title. <laughs> I like that. All right. Foof, tell us about yourself. I'm sleepy and it's time to end this. All Wait, right. We have, a, we have a community question. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> We don't have time to answer why that does one. Else, Why does Els butthole smell? What the hell? <laughs> Damn it, Chip. <laughs> it's not funny. I have a condition. It's really none of your business. IBS is a terrible thing. Oh, man. All right, we just, we just broke Chip. He's delirious. So, yeah. with that, we better end this before we... Who knows what comes out of that or what kind of smells come from oh, hell's butthole. <laughs> Looks like that was a question from Anonymous. Thank you, Anonymous. <laughs> it's your handwriting, and even though it's a Google Doc. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we're good. Are you good? You sure? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <sighs> yeah. I think that about do it for us. Unless anyone else has anything else they'd like to add, any more questions? All right. Well, 
if you like the show, please be sure to like and review us on your platform of choice. And if this is your first time joining, make sure to smash that subscribe button so you get all our sh- future shows. Uh, quick PSA. If you were one of the people who wanted to go back and listen to our older episodes, thank, first of all, thank you for wanting to dive into our history. But if you wanted to do that and you were having problems downloading it, it looks like we have uh, there was problems, but it looks like we have gotten that fixed. And honestly, I really shouldn't say we. I should say thank you, Nate. He has been the one that's been <laughs> going back and forth with support to get us get us our uh, backlog up and running. So thank you for that. But that's all settled and squared away. <laughs> if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us a Twitter tweet at achievements one hundred and one. Be sure to follow the Mixer. I stream at least once a week, typically on Saturdays. Mixer is mixer.com slash AH101. And if you would like to talk to any of us, give your input on why you think L's butthole smells or to yell at Chip. (laughs) What the hell? You can find find a Discord. Stop laughing, Chip. Discord.io slash AH101. All right, baby. guys. Talk it's to you next time. Wait a minute. Wait. What? And if you want to, if you think you could do a better job at being a guest than Chip, which is really not that hard of a task, <laughs> let us know. Oh, Jesus. Man. Oh, and also, you know. Oh, thanks. Thanks, bot. Talk to you next week. See you guys. There it is. <laughs> Pale and welcome to week two of, of our Spec Ops The Line discussion. Uh, last week, uh, Delta Squad decided to try to find Daniels. Uh, they fa- heard a signal and intend to following it, knowing that it is very likely a trap. With me today, I have Ben L72. Hello. Dynable. Hello. And Fighter X 93 ship. Hello. Uh, I heard in the Discord that uh, you had some more trouble with these chapters than the earlier ones, especially if you're playing on higher difficulties. Yeah, it, it was already even on normal for real, like a little bit. Like I died, a, I died a lot more. I even I found out uh, squad mates can die too uh, this run. <laughs> I had a, I don't know if you guys have this problem, but I had Adam running into a lot of things. Yeah, I spent a lot of time 
running after them, trying to heal them. Yeah. You do realize that there are squad commands, right? Yes, yes. Right. <laughs> yes, but once they both go down, it's up to you. Wait, is, is there more than... Okay, I'm about to, I'm, I might make an ass of myself here, but is, is there more than a squad command than just the one to, like, have them kill people? You can tell them to heal each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that one, too. So, is there is there more than those two? To be honest, I'm playing on the easiest difficulty, and uh, they are we are just steamrolling everything, uh, so okay. I haven't <laughs> even bothered using the commands. Alright. I've I've only found those two commands so far. Okay. Yeah, those those still aren't helping. Adam still wants to just dive in there sometimes and just get knocked over. <laughs> yeah, both your team and especially the enemy forces are very aggressive in this game. Yeah, and like and like fighter, I'm I've been playing actually no, I've been playing on the hard difficulty and been dying a lot more this uh, set of four chapters. After seeing uh, the opening scene of uh, chapter five, uh, you see skyscrapers covered by sand on both sides, and you uh, try to uh, get down to ground level. You zip line between buildings and try to get down and closer to the signals uh, where you hope to find Agent Daniels of the CIA. The very first zip line I took, I uh, put down the controller and started making notes, which prompted Lugo to scream, get out of the way, and then he <laughs> hit me in the back. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> was that the, the start of chapter 6? Uh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> No, chapter 5. No, chapter 5. Yeah, my bad. Delta Squad suspects that the man on the radio is in charge. You kill a lot of soldiers trying to get closer to the signal. Uh, you move from rooftop to rooftop. Uh, you just get ambushed. When things calm down, you get ambushed again. You fall through a roof. Which you might not even realize is a roof because it's covered in sand. <laughs> you then fight a lot of more uh, soldiers. I considered starting to take a death count, but but I would need uh, some kind of clicker or something. There, are, you kill so many in yeah, this we're, game. We're definitely in the hundreds at this point, right? Like, oh yeah. Be. Oh yeah, probably like pushing thousands by now it feels like <laughs> yeah I, I might be wrong but i think there's an achievement for killing a thousand soldiers and you would oh, yeah. do that playing naturally i got i got a lot of uh kill achievements this uh these last few chapters just with like the different guns and all that well after a large fight on a roof you go through a couple of corridors uh, then you open a door which opens a room filled with sand you get swept away and fall down a skyscraper. It's a rather nice action scene. You don't have to do anything, but you fall down this skyscraper and end up in some kind of basement or between buildings. It's really hard to tell with all the sand everywhere. And all alone for the first time. No squad yes. with you. Yeah. Which, which uh, I'll, I'll say I kind of, the way it the happen happened, but uh, I was kind of like, why does this game not have co-op? I guess it kind of makes sense that there's like segments like this. Yeah, there's not a lot of times that you are alone, but okay. uh, considering how much emphasis they have on the story, it wouldn't make sense. It could have been a co-op game, but uh, sometimes you are going to be alone. Like in this scene where you end up alone, 
you lose your rifle, you only have a pistol, and uh, there's a lot of soldiers going after you while you wait for Lugo and Adams to arrive and save you. Yeah, I was kind of confused at this part, because I never picked up a Desert Eagle before, and I was like, where'd my other two guns go? I never, <laughs> <laughs> I never grabbed a Teagle. <laughs> if you look around, there are weapons around, so you can pick up them before the fight actually starts, but uh, and that's critical in well, the highest difficult setting. You, got, you gotta be a little sneaky, though, to get them before everybody starts shooting them. Oh, no, I just I just started shooting them on the highest difficulty, <laughs> and then got the weapons later. <laughs> kind of worked out, but... Yeah, if you're playing on the highest difficulty available now, there's one more which is even tougher. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that one with uh, the issues I've faced so far. <laughs> yeah, that'll be rough. I did die a few times here, but of course, but I was also trying to get the uh, RTDL achievement, which was um, four shotgun kills in ten seconds. So I did deliberately die a few times when it didn't work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing on uh, I'm playing on normal, and I died like three times. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I found that on easy I can put down my controller, take notes in the middle of a firefight and usually still live when I pick up the controller again. <laughs> that easy. Yeah, I think uh, Philip Wendell's the one that said he, he was struggling right here so bad that the game told him to lower the difficulty or else uh, you're just going to keep hating yourself. <laughs> yeah, I saw the screen, that screen, I think three times over this set of four episodes. You've died multiple times in the same location. Are you sure? You don't want to make it easier. <laughs> no, I don't. I think that is a nice feature since the story is the, the best part about the game. <laughs> it would suck getting this far and uh, get stuck. You can uh, lower the difficulty and keep playing if you have to. After Lugan Adams join you again, you find a corridor filled with dead bodies. You move a little further and find evidence of infighting between the 33rd with a lot of dead soldiers. You also find Daniels. Unfortunately, he isn't very well. He's been dead for quite some time and he's got some kind of radio in his mouth. As suspected, this was a trap. It was intended for Agent Gould. You're told this by the radio man. The, thir the 33rd surrounds you. Agent Gould shows up, distracts them, and uh, you make a run for it. Uh, while you are fleeing, you get attacked by a helicopter. That, that part was... Uh, while the radio man is humming really weird. <laughs> that part... He's a <laughs> psycho, dude. Yeah, I thought... Uh... I thought Voss was pretty bad from Far Cry 3, but this guy's like setting the, the bar pretty damn high now. <laughs> that was nuts. Yeah. And I managed to die several times running away from the helicopter on um, the harder difficulty. You've got to really get going. Oh, yeah. I remember that part being a real pain on the highest difficulty. I'm not looking forward to that. As you said, the radio man does seem crazy. He, he is not completely nuts. He seems to still be able to have control over the 33rd. He does say a lot of really strange things, but he, he seems to not be completely out there. Uh, yeah, he's still a little crazy, though. <laughs> <laughs> After the helicopter attack, there's a short, quiet time with Adams and Lugo. Uh, Adams is suspicious of the CIA 
Lugo and Walker decide to trust the CIA. Gould tried to help them while the 33rd has tried to kill them at every turn. You also walk through some rather cool looking environments. Oh yeah. There are some really nice looking uh, buildings and interesting design choices. That, uh, that aquarium bit was kind of cool. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, there are several really nice environments in uh, all during these chapters that okay. I really enjoyed. You can tell this was a triple A game at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you get out of the buildings and onto some kind of road. It's difficult to tell with the sand everywhere. And there's a fight with Gould leading some insurgents against a helicopter. They shoot it down and uh, there's a big explosion. It's a nice set piece where they demolish most of a building. Yeah, I was trying to find the the intel right there. So I was running off to the right and left and wasn't paying attention to that. Just to find out that I was supposed to go to the right to go down a zipline and miss that whole scene. (laughs) Yeah, it's difficult when you, in games, when the developers intend you to pay attention to something... Most players will certainly be looking at the wall or something else that's not as interesting. (laughs) You move down the road and you find a lot of bodies hanging from streetlights. And when I say a lot of bodies, there are at least, there are dozens of them. It's a really creepy scene. And also it's creepy if you if you die near this part, the loading screen actually has that too. I imagine you guys playing hard might have seen this, uh... (laughs) <laughs> like there's just like bodies like quite a few times <laughs> bodies just clinging around on the loading screen yeah i thought that was a pretty neat uh addition i only i only really saw about two bodies hanging i didn't realize that there was even more yeah. so when i saw that that loading screen i was like oh man there's a bunch and then the second second time i looked i was like okay there's, there's quite a few guys hanging around here this is eerie <laughs> uh, you fight a bunch of soldiers again to get through the stretch of road uh, until you find a trench of dead or dying insurgents. Uh, they're not a threat to you, and uh, I just walked past them. Well, I did that every time I played this game. You can mercy kill them if you you choose to. The 33rd drops white phosphorus on the uh, insurgents in front of you, which is uh, not very nice stuff. It's basically some kind of weapon that uh, keeps burning and you can't put it out i was tripped out on this part at first i, I didn't realize what had happened completely like it took me it took me a minute to like actually like process like just everybody burning and shit yeah they, they tell you what is going on and that you should stay away from the burning people they are crawling around and uh, will die soon it looks very painful yeah, I was kind of confused. It looked like they set off some fireworks or something, and I didn't realize it was, you know, phosphorus coming down. I thought it was like, you know, an electrical box exploding and that it was burning these people. Yeah, I would ha- have no idea what it was uh, unless they had uh, specifically told you what was going on. Yeah, I had to go through that scene a good five or six times because the, the big enemy at the end was was not going down as easily as I'd hoped. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time you encounter one of the heavily armored enemies. They take a lot of fire even uh, playing on easy. There's like two or three clips of the 
automatic weapons. Yeah, I got through the first one quite easy. I must have got lucky, but the second one I had a lot more trouble with. <laughs> See, I had the opposite. Yeah, I had the opposite as well. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite thing happened there. First one, like, I, I, maybe just because it took me by surprise, but I, I got demolished by him the first time. Yeah, when you talk about the second one, you do. I don't think you actually have to fight them, but it sounds like when you caught up to Gould, you decided either to help him or you got caught sneaking away from there. Uh, this is a part where it's very obvious that there is a player's choice. You can choose either to rescue Gould or a few civilians that uh, are being held hostage. When you find Gould, he is together with a civilian who is being tortured by having a automatic weapon unloaded just beside her head while Gould is being questioned. And even when Gould tells, well, he can't tell, can't be sure if he is telling the truth or not, but he does mention that Agent Riggs is planning an attack on the Aquatic Colosseum. Uh, but the uh, 33rd is not happy with that answer and decides to shoot the civilian before they start uh, to torture Gould for more information. Uh, at this point, did you try to save Gould or did you go for the civilians? I tried to save Gould, which also, uh, I just want to say, I thought his name was uh, like Ghoul, like until they, like his name <laughs> popped up like on the screen. Yeah, I did the same thought it was mission critical to try and save Gould. Yeah, same here as well. I, I tried saving him compared to the civilian since he was, you know, the, the objective. Well, do you remember your objective? Uh, well... <laughs> I guess none of us Not the overall him. objective, but... <laughs> get in, find the source of the signal, get out, report. That was the mission parameters. They're not doing a very good job of following orders. <laughs> Since you tried to save Gould, uh, you get some more information from him while he is still alive. Uh, if you choose to save the civilians, uh, you do not have to fight in this area, I believe. I think you can just... Uh, you save the civilians and then you go back to Gould and he is already dead. But on him you find uh, information about uh, an attack on the gate which is the ne next objective, to find the gate and uh, take it away from the 33rd. I don't know if I took too long on the fight, but I didn't get very much out of Gould because he died during the firefight, but uh, still found that map, so progressed the story. Oh, yeah, I, th I think he dies for everybody, right? Like, he, does, but okay. he does, but you can talk to him before he dies, I believe. Uh, I could be wrong. I... It's I remember talking to him after saving him, but uh, I might be misremembering. Uh, I think you might be, because I, I remember that when you finally finish the firefight and get to him, that one of the guys is doing CPR on him, trying to get him back, and yeah. he's already far gone. During the fight, I think I heard him say a few things like, forget about me, get to the gate, but that was about the limit of it. Yeah. But I was busy dying at the time, so... <laughs> After taking care of Gould, uh, Lugo and Adams get into a fight. They are not very happy. Uh, this uh, mission is taking their toll on them. Uh, Walker breaks up the fight. You get a bit further and you hear the radio man celebrating the death of Gould. 
and promises rigs and delta squad are next. Uh, at this point you find the gate. You also find a white phosphorus cannon. Lugo does not want you to use it, while Adams and Walker decides to use it anyway. Uh, this is not a player choice. Okay. You have you have to do this to progress. I'm glad I'm glad it wasn't because I kind of just went straight <laughs> for it and I was like I'm gonna be fucked up if like this is a player choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this is critical for the rest of the story. But this is a bad scene. You uh, drop white phosphor onto uh, the thirty third until you eventually get to the very back of the cannon's range where you drop a final bomb that uh, burns up many civilians and, and you can kind of tell too right like when before you drop it i don't know if i don't know if you guys like thought this but when, like when you go back to that like that last one just the way they're positioned is i don't yep. know it's is different than everybody else so I just, yes it's, kinda... it's very different and uh, yeah. they do not seem organized at yeah. all they, they are just clumped together mm-hmm. in a trench uh, it doesn't look like soldiers. So, so I was scared it was going that way to begin with, and I'm like, oh. No, I didn't get that at all. I just assumed it was a whole mob of soldiers ready to rush out and attack me, and so it came as a complete surprise when I walked around that corner. Yeah, I was, I'm kind of both, like, Dynabo and Bell and Ben L. <laughs> uh, you know, at first I thought it was possibly civilians because it was a big group of people, but then I assumed it was soldiers since we were, you know, ambushing them kind of thing. There's a lot written about this game, and this scene in particular is very infamous. Uh, there is a, a Kotaku had a marine play through this game, which is a I thought was a fun idea. But uh, uh, there's a fun interview with him regarding this scene while he is playing it. So I'm just going to read it. Oh, and now I'm dropping white phosphorus on friendlies. Did you immediately give the order for that? No, I tried holding out. I had a choice? Technically, but the enemies infinitely respawn and you have no means to refill ammo. And now I have, have to walk slowly through the wreckage and wounded from my white phosphorus attack. Fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, wait till you get to the underpass of the bridge where you bombed the last Humvee. And I murdered civilians. Feel good game of the century! <laughs> Which is sort of my thoughts regarding this scene. Yeah, it was quite unpleasant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like that they made you walk through it, though. I, I kind of like that choice. When they were focus testing this game, they had the problems with uh, many of the players getting to this part. And uh, when they got to the end, and saw the civilians, they put down the controllers and refused to keep playing. Oh, wow. They had a hard time deciding whether to tone this down or not, and I think in an interview someone basically said, nah, let's keep it, this is art. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. I, hey, I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't tone it down. I, I, yeah, I'm glad as well. I, I agree, like, I feel like, uh, like, I, I haven't finished the game, so I'm not going to call it art, but I do feel like art should be separated from like this kind of stuff like you should i don't know you should be allowed to do like a, like this kind of stuff with that yeah th- this is very intense you you kill a lot of innocent civilians with but basically by burning them to death and then you walk through all 
their corpses. But, but it's not tasteless. Like, it makes you feel bad about it. Like, it'd be one thing if you did that, and then it's like, oh, fuck it, you just killed all these people or whatever. But, like, they, they, make, you feel, <laughs> they make you feel bad for doing it. Yeah, and Delta Squad is not happy about the si- situation at all. Yeah, I think the, the hardest part about that whole scene was the very end of it, where it shows the mother holding their daughter or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought that was pretty uh it's pretty rough, you know, being a father myself, you know, seeing that it it almost got to me, but well, that was pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah, this scene it, it is probably the the most in your face in this game. I'm not going to tell you what happens from here. I'm just going to say that it's not going to get better. But I think you've already figured that out. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. as they say, I'm glad it didn't tone it down because if you're going to make a film or a game about the horrors of war, you have to show the horrors of war. This was a big risk for 2K who published this game. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't pay off. This game mm-hmm. really bombed. The uh, It sold less than 250,000 copies during its first year. A lot of people has played it since then. Critics uh, really like this game, and yeah. I really like it. I was, I was gonna say like so it'll always be remembered. Like you say, it doesn't pay. It doesn't. It didn't pay off money wise, but like it's always gonna be remembered probably. Yeah, and it's a word of mouth thing. I've heard three or four different people saying I ought to play it. It's always been on my list for a while, and it was only this game club that made me get round to it. But I would have played it anyway. Yeah, and as I said in the beginning, that you might not like this game, but you will not feel indifferent about it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because. Uh... I look at a lot of the, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare posts and people are like, oh, so it's going to be like Spec Ops The Line? You know, it just gets me more excited to play through the story and understand what they're talking about finally. <laughs> yeah, and we are right, right now we're at the halfway point, more or less. The scene ends with a mother clutching her child while Lugo and Adams are arguing. Walker simply states that he wants the 33rd to pay for what they've done. Also, it almost like he had like a breakdown there too, right? Because he was it was kind of like just like it focused on him and he was like kind of tearing up a little bit. Yeah, they are obviously shaken from what they d- just did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially before that part too. The the guy rolled over and he's like, why would you do this? We were helping. And then he's like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. when they find the civilians, yeah. Yeah. That's where it really hit him. Then he saw the the mother and child, and he just broke down just about. At this point, the tone from Delta Squad gets a lot more aggressive as they storm the gate in a very aggressive manner. They don't hold back. They just run up a hill and murder everyone. Honestly, uh, the beginning when I was talking about Adams, this is the part I was mostly talking about. I don't know why, but there was a section in this chapter where Adams just kept running, yeah, into like just fire. I had to heal him so many times. Yeah, which is funny since he is in the cutscenes the most more professional yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, he did a, have a death wish going on. Yeah, you stormed the gate, killing everyone, and then you find Conrad's command team. And they've been burned to death with white phosphorus as well. Not by you, but by someone else. Uh, At this point, Walker is contacted by Conrad. Conrad was the leader of the 33rd Battalion. Conrad claims that 
he dealt with a mutiny and uh, that is how chapter 8 ends. Next week we will play through chapter 9 to 12. I just want to say I called it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he is in charge after all. It took a while for him to make himself known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started, I started down myself this playthrough. I was like, maybe I, maybe I made the wrong call. But in that chapter, I was like, I, I knew it. I knew it. Have you been uh, reading the collectibles text? I listened to, um, there was one where he was, uh, I think it was him getting uh, interrogated, right? I think there was one guy where it sounded like Conrad. I might be wrong. But, like, he was like, uh, something about, like, uh, the knives didn't hurt that bad, but then the fire, like, that's what got to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I don't think that was Conrad, Conrad, but I know Conrad. what you're talking about. I don't think so. I don't he think just labeled so. the interrogator. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't Conrad. Oh, like, I don't believe so. Okay. I remember the story, though. It said, like, something about fire and then almost made me flinch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, what was the, what was the phrase? Once my flesh started to melt, I'd have thrown my mother under a bus to make it stop. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that one resonated. <laughs> yeah, so we're leaving Delta Squad in a very happy place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will see what further adventures await them next week. Do you have any ideas where the story is going? Uh, down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to kill them to save them. Yeah, down. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have any clue now. I have no guesses. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm still completely lost. It's like, you know, I think I'm starting to understand it, and then it, it turns, and I have no idea where it's going now. As I said before, I did not mind playing through this two times. Because with the information you have after playing it the first one, it makes much more sense. Yeah, plus I'll play with a guide next time so I can get all the collectibles and everything, so I can play it freely the first time. Well, I think that's one of the good things. You do not know where this is going. You hardly have a grasp on the situation at all the first time you play through it. And uh, I was at least very interested in where the story was going from here. The, the way Waga's talking, I feel like this is going to get like super confusing. I feel like there's about to be, like, I don't know. We're going to have, like, twist upon twist going on here. <laughs> that might be the case. <clears throat> but I can tell you that at the end, this will not feel confusing anymore. Okay. It the There are multiple endings, and I feel all of them are very well made. Which is unusual when you choose to have multiple endings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Shout out to Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Telltale games. <laughs> By the way, Wacker, I don't think you actually said what chapters we're playing next week because um, someone else is talking. And next week we will play through chapter 9 to 12. So we will end when the title card for chapter 13 shows up. Thank you, Benel72. Thanks. Dynable. Yep, thank you. And Fighter X93 Shit. You're welcome. Thank you. For joining me. Have a nice day, everyone. Thanks for having us. See ya. Why? You brought this on yourself. We were helping. <laughs>